0: It's August 11th,
1: 3,114 BC, and another remarkable event is about to be uncovered by Arian, Rebecca and Ali, the
2: Retrospectors.
0: So it was on this day that the Maya people began their calendar with the dream that 5,000 years later it would be used to fuel internet chain messages. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, it was one of only 3 calendars actually that the Maya people had. They had a 260-day ritual calendar. Um so that was specifically just for religious ceremonies. Then they had a 365-day, you'll recognize that number if you pay attention, <laughs> to the solar calendar, um which was their agricultural calendar. Um and then they had this which was a really complex calendar that stretched for thousands of years, and apparently the 11th of August If you were to transliterate it into what we now have as a Christian calendar would be the
2: date on which they started measuring. Is that right? Yes. And even they would have been tracking back to a moment in time w- w- that was relatively arbitrary in a sense, because, you know, no one actually sits down and goes, OK, kick off the calendar. And now it's zero, 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 zero. <laughs> yeah. Let's go forward from here.
0: <laughs> and this particular calendar was called the long count. And if you're thinking all oh, this calendar business sounds complicated, you'll be relieved to It doesn't to, to me, know, me but-
2: Rebecca.
1: I've got three calendars <laughs> at home. I have a page-a-day desk calendar, which is cats, yep. that I have in the office. Then yep. I've got my facts that I carry around mm. in my uh, bag just for personal mm. meetings. And then uh-huh. in the kitchen, we have a family planner with a column for everybody and what we're doing socially. So I'm a three-calendar man.
0: Well, okay, well, think of the f- long count as being the family calendar, because the long count was used for events that were taking place for a long span of history, like different kings, et cetera. But if you're thinking this all sounds a bit complicated, you'll be relieved to know that the way it works is very, very simple. You've got <laughs> 20 kings to a winnow, 18 winnels to a ton, 20 tons to a cartoon, 20 cartoons to a backtune. And it's all expressed using a modified base 20 system.
2: So, for example, (laughs) today's date in long calendar Maya terms is 130811. Four, which is thirteen Bacton, zero Caton, eight <laughs> Ton, eleven unl and four Kin. I'm sure I didn't even need to spell that out to you guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I find it kind of reassuring. I mean, I'm 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 not living in ancient man civilization, obviously, but I would find that reassuring if I were, because uh, well, it's a bit like the Jewish calendar, isn't it? it goes to I think it's now five thousand seven hundred eighty-one. So it just gives you a sense of like, okay, so Jesus was born in. 3760 that doesn't seem that long ago like it gives you a different perspective than the christian calendar doesn't it because yes it goes back to the 11th of august 3114 bc but also apparently they had even much bigger concepts of time than that even now like if you ask someone at nasa when was the big bang they'd say oh that was about 13 billion years ago the mayan calendar has a date a billion billion years further back than that So this is a completely different concept, not for the Big Bang, obviously, because you know what that was, but for the creation of the world. So they really were playing the long game.
0: And We're not even touching on how much the ancient Maya loved calendars because they had shorter (laughs) calendars as well. They had other religious calendars. My impression is that the reason that the Mayan civilization was... Has often been seen as a mystical civilization and it has been associated with a lot of prophecy which I'm sure we'll get to in a minute but I think it's a combination of the fact that they were very advanced in astronomy and really really fond of calendars and also that their language wasn't really deciphered substantially until the 60s through to you know the present day really it was only in the 70s and 80s that most of the inscriptions could be translated so it was this allure of what seemed almost like a lost civilization you know that we couldn't mm. tell what they were saying what mysterious messages they'd left and actually as they've been deciphered most of them are about the exact same things that you'd find in ancient Egypt or Babylonia you know their lists of kings or that kind of thing which has kind of disappointed those people who are clinging on to the idea that they, yeah. they were this great wise lost civilization it turns out they were, they were just like all the other civilizations that
1: reminds me of- of doing Anglo-Saxon literature by the way in my English degree <laughs> like everyone's really excited, like, this is the first piece of English literature and you're like wow what mystical thing has someone scribed and you right. read it and you spend hours
2: translating it and it's literally
1: like Alfred was a guy who came from Kent and then he stabbed Brian
2: Well, when they finally uh, decoded the Babylonian script, they found that people were really just kind of writing contracts with each other. It was like super basic forms of communication and not in the least exciting. Although we would know more about what they'd thought
1: and written uh, if the Europeans hadn't decided to burn all their books, gleefully. Uh, I found this (laughs) account of um, Diego de Landa, who was a Franciscan friar from Spain who arrived in Yucatan in the 1540s. He says we found a large number of books in their letters. And because they had nothing in which there was not superstition
2: and lies of the devil, we burned them all, which they (laughs) regretted to an amazing degree and which caused them sorrow. And the other interesting aspect about it is that as soon as they did manage to decode what the Maya were up to and what their thinking was, it exposed the fact that they were intensely logical. They weren't these sort of airy-fairy spiritual people. They had this sort of ahead of their time grasp of mathematics and, as you say, Rebecca, astronomy and, uh, and also chocolate and hallucinogenic drugs. Um, so they were really like this super advanced culture. And in terms of the stuff that underpinned their calendar, work in particular it was really subtle uh, comprehension of the movement of the sun and the moon and the stars and it was way ahead of its time actually they did still do some pretty primitive
1: stuff though i mean
2: <laughs> let's not gloss <laughs> over that by saying how advanced they were i mean they did cranial
1: deformation didn't they which is where you take a baby strap its head into a vice so that it develops like a pointy head because that was uh, seemed to be desirable because you know it would show the quality of having a big brain. Well, I don't really understand about that and it wasn't just the Maya who did that. Lots of cultures did it. But what I don't understand about it is if you do that then you know that it's not a naturally big brain, don't you? you like, you just, you know, if you're courting and you see things, oh, she's got a big brain. No, her parents put her face in a vice. Like, that's what's sure. happened. Why is that but, desirable?
2: Yeah, but even in our culture, we know that certain people have put literal silicon sacks in their front <laughs> area, and, and that is meant to be attractive as well.
1: Yes, okay. Touché. They had a ball game as well called Ulama. Have you come across this? No. No. It's like basketball, basically, But it's just funny because, you know, when you're growing up in England, you know, you're told, aren't you, all the time, oh, we invented rugby, we invented cricket, we invented soccer, as if sports didn't exist before the English (laughs) start kicking around pig's bladders. (laughs) But actually, thousands of years ago, they were playing a version of basketball. It's like on, on an i shaped court... They played it recreationally, but also they played it for uh, ritual sacrifice. So I'm not sure it was always great fun. I think <laughs> sometimes the loser <laughs> okay. was burned. No um, <laughs> <Maya Space Jam>. <laughs> 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 but the game was you play, You weren't allowed to play with your hands and your feet. So they had a rubber ball. They developed rubber balls mm-hmm. like thousands of years before we did. Nice work. And um, you had to use your hips, your knees and your elbows to try and get it through the hoop. But
0: that sounds fun. And
1: not be put to death if you failed. Oh,
0: that's less fun. The most famous feature of the Mayan calendar, as you will probably remember, is the supposed apocalyptic date of December the 21st, mm. 2012. Mm-hmm. This idea was actually, I was quite surprised to learn, this was first floated in the 1960s by Michael D. Coe, who was a respected academic, and he certainly didn't say the world's going to end on this date. He just suggested that perhaps the Maya expected some kind of important event on this date, because this marks the end of the 13th Baktung. So a Baktung is roughly 394 years. This idea comes from a collection of uh, Mayan creation legends uh, that said that we are living in the fourth world, created by the gods, and the previous world had lasted 13 Bactons. So the idea was, was that when this world reached 13 Bactons and we transitioned to the fifth world, something might happen. Most modern academics believe that the Maya didn't think anything particular would happen. We'd just, it would be like almost like when we celebrated the new millennium. It would just be a new... Yeah, just a
1: really big party. Yeah, like it's a really significant New Year's Eve. That's all it is, isn't it? But it was interpreted as, oh, they've plotted for this calendar to... I mean, it's misconceived because people thought that the calendar was going to end. It's not that it ends. It's like an odometer in the car, isn't it? It goes over. Like, mm. it goes back to the beginning again.
2: This whole topic, even the concept of our very podcast, begin to... I, mean, I love the comparison <laughs> of our podcast to Mayan civilization. <laughs> well, I just, I just felt like suddenly the which house... Which of our
1: episodes is the equivalent of the Chichen Itza?
2: <laughs> yeah. The house of cards upon which we have built this whole thing, which is, you know, that we remember dates from history that are recurring in this regular Mm. way, uh, that, you know, even that concept is so baked into a particular conception of time. And once you start looking at calendars and different calendar systems, not just the Maya, you know, there've been loads of them. The minute you start to think about them conceptually, you kind of go, well, what, you know, what does it mean to, to have time recurring? And I think that is what kind of gets you into those points where you're like... Is something profound going to happen when the calendar rolls over from 1999 to 2000? Because we know in our brains that it's a really arbitrary date, but there is something that you can't help but feel is recurring. I mean, as we established
1: on Monday, Rebecca, neither of us have been for a naked run with Arian, but I feel like <laughs> if ever we did and then we inhaled a lot of marijuana, we'd be having this conversation at two in the morning, lying Quite on a
2: possibly. beach,
1: looking at the stars. Oh man! Yeah, yeah, but the calendar's just made up, man.
2: Like money's just a concept. <laughs> there was definitely a time where a friend And I uh, tried to recreate a whole new time system around decimal (laughs) because we thought the whole thing was a mess. It was a long train journey. We had a lot of time on our hands. Uh, That's my excuse. Tomorrow. It's like the opposite of a get rich quick scheme that you practice. It's a get Get poor poor (laughs) slowly scheme. (laughs) Love the show? Support the show.
1: Patreon.com slash retrospectors. Part of the ACAS Creator Network.